0: Hello everybody, this is Josh from Global Conservation Solutions. You are tuned in to Episode 6 of the Global Conservation Newscast. <music> episode 6 covers the week of February 18th, 2019, and we're going to start off on a tiny French Polynesian island called Ua where seabirds are now able to safely breed thanks to the removal of invasive rats. Like many islands throughout the world, rats were accidentally introduced by early sailors, and the impacts have been severe. Rats are voracious predators that will eat just about anything, including seabird eggs and chicks, and with no native predators to keep rat numbers in check, entire island ecosystems can become overrun. However, the recent eradication of rats from Te Uaua means that several seabird species, including a population of over 90,000 sooty terns, are now safe to breed. Scientists studying the impacts of removing invasive mammals on islands have shown that the positive impacts go well beyond the seabirds themselves. The nutrient-rich droppings that seabirds bring to islands after feeding at sea fertilize the soil, helping native plants to thrive, which in turn supports other species of wildlife, such as land birds and reptiles. In fact, some recent research has shown that islands without invasive rats not only have healthier populations of wildlife on the islands themselves, but also have healthier coral reefs surrounding the island because of the nutrients brought back by healthy seabird populations. The success of this project has already sparked interest in restoring other islands in the area and we want to thank Société d'Elonothologie de Palenise, Island Conservation, and BirdLife International for starting what we hope will be one of many successful island restorations in French Polynesia. Conservation efforts in Russia are successfully bringing back the Siberian tiger, with four new cubs recently recorded in Leopard Land National Park. Siberian tigers, which are also known as Amur tigers, were once hunted to the brink of extinction in Russia, with only 40 individuals left by the 1940s. However, tiger numbers are bouncing back in the Russian Far East. In 2005, the population had grown to 330, and as of 2015, the population has increased to 562. The four new cubs were recently caught on camera, and helped validate the important conservation work being carried out by conservation groups and the Russian government, such as through establishing new protected areas, anti-poaching efforts, and developing innovative strategies to minimize human-tiger conflicts. So we want to thank the Russian government and all the conservation groups for their decades-long effort to protect the Amur tiger, and we also want to thank the Moscow Times for sharing this story online. The United States Senate has passed a historic conservation bill that, if successful, will protect over 2.5 million acres of wilderness areas. The bill includes expanding existing protected areas, such as Death Valley and Joshua Tree National Parks in California, world-renowned Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming, and Oregon Mountains Desert Peaks Wilderness Area in New Mexico. The bill will also create new protected areas in Utah, Oregon, Washington State, and others as well. So this is a rare example of bipartisan agreement in the United States, which is a testament to the importance of nature conservation right across the political spectrum. We congratulate all those who were involved in getting this important bill passed, and we look forward to reporting on the rollout of these protected areas over the coming years. We also want to thank the Conservation Alliance for sharing this great news. The critically endangered kākāpō, a flightless parrot found only in New Zealand, has had a record breeding season in 2019. Like many of New Zealand's unique wildlife, the kākāpō was brought to the edge of extinction due to the introduction of invasive predators such as cats, rats, and ferrets. The total kākāpō population consists of only 147 adults found on a handful of small islands where invasive predators have been eradicated. However, Thanks to a recovery program involving captive breeding and reintroduction, these islands are now at capacity, which means that this year's baby boom will support Kakapo reintroductions on other predator-free islands, and possibly even a reintroduction to mainland New Zealand. This would be a historic event, and we want to congratulate the New Zealand Department of Conservation for their dedicated efforts in ensuring that the Kakapo and many other species of wildlife will be around for generations to come. In the capital district of Kerala, India, waterbird populations have increased by an astonishing 58% thanks to habitat protection and improved water quality. Ten wetlands were surveyed in the district as part of the annual Asian Waterbird Census, which is an international program focused on monitoring the health of waterbirds in wetlands as well as increasing public awareness of wetland-related issues. The findings from the census show that several wetland sites are recovering from past degradation, such as development and pollution, which suggests that restoration efforts can improve wetlands and waterbird populations elsewhere in India. So, congratulations go out to World Wildlife Fund India and the Kerala Forest and Wildlife Department for their commitment to wetland and waterbird conservation, and we also want to thank The Hindu for posting this good news story. a new private protected area in North Carolina now conserves over 300 acres of ancient bald cypress swamp and floodplain forest. The new reserve contains some of the oldest trees east of the Rocky Mountains, and some of these bald cypresses were alive during the Roman Empire. The new reserve is considered the centerpiece of a network of protected areas in the region, covering over 16,000 acres, and home to many species of wildlife including black bear, bobcat, river otters and migratory songbirds we want to congratulate the nature conservancy in north carolina for purchasing this land for conservation and we also want to thank the wildlife society for sharing the story our last story comes from a feature article published by the guardian showing that ecosystem restoration efforts in the australian outback are paying off as evident from work carried out at the Bon Bon Station Reserve in the state of South Australia. Covering over 2,000 square kilometres of arid plains, woodlands, sand dunes and shrublands, the Bon Bon Station Reserve, which was previously a sheep ranch, was purchased for conservation in 2008. Restoration work has been taking place since that time thanks to the dedicated efforts of staff and volunteers, including removing weeds, controlling erosion, and managing invasive predators such as foxes and feral cats. The result has been the return of native mammals, birds, reptiles and plants, highlighting the importance of restoration as a strategy to bring back thriving wildlife populations. The Bonbon Station Reserve was purchased by Bush Heritage, which is a land trust that works to conserve Australia's native biodiversity by buying and managing private land for that purpose. So we want to congratulate Bush Heritage on all their hard work, not only at Bon Bon, but right across Australia, and we look forward to sharing more stories just like this one. Well, that's it for Episode 6 of the Global Conservation Newscast. Thanks again for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can also check out our daily conservation posts on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you've got your own conservation story, we would love to hear from you. You can use the hashtag #LetNatureThrive on any of those social media platforms. So, this is Josh signing off. I will see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,